So can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. So do you feel like a woman like me? Uh-huh. What would you rank yourself on a scale from one to ten? You cannot use seven. Would I rate myself? Mm-hmm, just your face. Um, my face when I wake up, five, but when I put myself together, six. Okay. And how tall are you? Five five. Dress size. I'm sorry? Your dress size. A three. Okay. So that makes you if you give yourself a five, that's average. Yes. So average looking women tend not to get high earning men. They tend to get average men. So um Did you did you I mean stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Breathe and digest. You're 35 years old and you can look around and see the world. You don't tend to see higher earning men with average looking women off rip. If you do see them, they got them. They got their average looking woman when they were both really young and he built his way up. But a man earning the kind of money you're talking about does not go for an average looking woman. I mean, my body is not average, so. But your ma'am, you please don't make me say it. Say what? I really just wanted some advice. I love your. I'm giving you. I'm giving you advice, but you're not taking it. The advice is, ma'am, ma'am, you're average looking at best. I'm taking it in, but. Okay, but you're not accepting the fact that. Okay. Average looking women, average looking woman who's older, average looking older woman with a 13 year old son, average looking woman with a 13 year old son with a sketchy baby daddy. This gets worse every time I say something. And now you're asking for a man who's in the top 10% of men. You don't qualify for one. Welcome to the Positivity Podcast with Isaiah K. Floyd. Today's episode is going to be titled Certified Average at Best. Certified Average at Best. I think that's going to be the title unless I decide to come up with something more creative and I decide to change it. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. Good evening. I mean, good afternoon. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, My name is Sharika Tompkins. I am the founder and co-host of a podcast myself called She's So Out of Order. I am so honored to be on this podcast to have this discussion with Mr. Isaiah because he's always talking about this on his social media. Wow. So (laughs) we definitely got to get into this discussion because um, y'all got to stop looking at Auntie Samuels as y'all God because that dude is definitely twinkle toes. Wow. Y'all need to find somebody else. Here we go. Let me just go and give you the round of applause then. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we'll get into a few things before you, we jump into this, the, 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 the whole essence of this conversation, the main topic. One, you know, you called Kevin Samuels twinkle toes, and we know Kevin Samuels is, is quite a metrosexual man. However, he has identified himself to be a heterosexual man. 
Why do women, when they get upset at what a particularly a black man has to say about relationships in black women, do you then classify him as either one, a man that hates black women two, a man that is gay, which is essentially weaponizing sexuality for the purposes of discrediting someone's opinion? So, Ms. Tompkins, I'll push back and I'll, I'll ask you those 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 two questions. Why is that? that black women do that to us? So first off, I don't think that it's all black women that do that. Um, For me personally, um, if something is the truth, it's the truth. I don't care who it comes from, (laughs) where I come from. It could be a crackhead. If you're telling the truth, I'm with you. Um, But I also believe that it's the deliverance of it. Um, For me, as someone listening to him, I've heard him, you have two failed divorces, so you're really not someone that can give a whole lot of advice um, to women or men. And his stuff doesn't seem as coming from a positive place. It's more so it seems like he's angry with someone and he's coming at women talking about their looks, talking about their weight. And that's just not cool for me. Um and in reference to his sexuality, I mean, come on, that that boy got some sweet in his tank. Oh, look, he's I don't a, care what you want to say. He's a member. He got some sweet in his tank. <laughs> Even going back to his high school and college picture, that's just yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, there are some women that will do that. Um, they will try to discredit by someone by deflecting. Um, but no, there's been some things that I think that he have said that was true. And there's been some things like you didn't have to deliver that that way. You pretty much just went after this woman's self-esteem. He don't know what she's battling with. So he just, he got to do better with that because if you're going to continue to keep attacking people, people are going to attack you and not listen to your message. If you truly trying to help someone. So let me just push back on, on three points that you made. One, you, you brought up his failed marriages, his divorces. I think that's a fair point when you're looking at somebody, you typically look at somebody from the standpoint of have they been successful at something when seeking advice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I would just push back on is that I've probably learned the most in life, in, in my profession, from people that have made mistakes or people that have failed. And so someone going through two divorces doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have any type of information or knowledge to offer that can better someone's relationship and help them grow. Um, the other thing is, um, I think with Kevin Samuel's sexuality, he is a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. And we do understand the stereotype that's associated with that. Look, I mean, my uncle's a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. And so I joke with him about this all the time, even though that would probably get me canceled in today's society. But my, my uncle's like 70 or 78 years old. So he's he's heard all the jokes about his fraternity and whatnot. And Kevin Samuel's college pictures do look suspect. But my, my whole thing is I've always took the standpoint of never classifying a person's sexuality unless they absolutely come out and tell you what they are, unless you actually have full knowledge of what they are. Because a lot of men that run around here and say that they're heterosexual men that may act like a stereotypical heterosexual men, but are down low as, um, I don't know, an aquifer or whatever, whatever's below their surface. I don't know, down low to the core of the earth. So. Um, that's, that's my whole point, but I get y'all, I get your pushback on Kevin Samuels. I will say my third point is everybody knows why Kevin Samuels does the harsh critiques on, on, on women and men that call into his show and get some views. He's been doing it for five years. I, 
I'm not the I'm not a Kevin Samuels fan. I think it's a bit, bit misnomer. I've written multiple times, multiple Facebook posts. Has Kevin Samuels has been wrong on many points, in my opinion. He's absolutely wrong on his standard, and we'll get into it, his standard, which I mentioned in another podcast about what a high value man is. I think he just bases a high value man based on surface level things, which is money. But um you know, I don't I don't I don't agree with him on all those points, but Kevin Samuels does make some really good, valid points. And he offers an alternative perspective to a lot of men that we didn't that I don't think men had before. And there's a ton of women on YouTube that offer all these things about relationships and men and all these things. And black men, you got your Amanda Seals out there who, you know, black men absolutely believe. I absolutely believe that men still hate black men, but um, who have been offering advice to women for years. And then here comes Kevin Samuels and he offers a counter opinion, but then he gets kind of clobbered and killed. I want to bring up a video that I think this, this to me do you, sets do you mind the if tone I of pushback. Yeah, go ahead. Just said go ahead. Um, now I said this on my podcast. I had a podcast that's called uh, relationship Guru, mm-hmm. where I believe people like Amanda Seals, Kevin Samuels, um, what's his name? Derek Jackson. That I don't believe that they really doing this because they really want to help people. I believe they're doing this because one, it's about money, making money. Yeah, you know. So if I can say some stuff that is going to help the lonely man and the lonely woman, I'm going to do that. And they're not really helping; they're creating more division. But if we would just just come to each other as adults to just sit down. We can kind of discuss a lot of what is going on and what we need from each other without having to click on these people's pages and give them views, give them more money to do nothing but take each other down. And that's just not okay. We live in a digital world now where everybody's more comfortable with having conversations via not even like, let's say, for instance, I've I've had I think I wrote about this like. Don't come on my podcast if you're going to be the person that's going to be stuttering and afraid to say your or state your position. And what I notice most about those people is they won't get on the they won't video trap me or right right when we're doing the podcast. Right. They'll they'll just call in on the phone. I'm like, oh, here we go. We about to do this bullshit like, you know, type of thing, because they're afraid. to. It's a lot of people that are afraid to air out their opinions and their positions, um, you know, uh, in your face. So they're always going to run to these relationship gurus. They're always going to run to Derek Jackson's and and Amanda Seals and Tracy Ellis Ross's. And they're always going to run to those individual people for advice or to validate their particular perspective on life. The one thing that I will say about Kevin Samuels is his position on men and women like surface level shit is like the same. Like he believes a high value man is this. He believes a, a good woman is this. And I'm going to play a clip real quick of uh, one thing that he's saying to a black man who's questioning black women. Because I know black women be like, oh, you hate black women. Look how he treats this woman. You said it, you know, kind of said it like, you don't know what this woman is going through. Well, he didn't care. But <laughs> I'm going to play this clip real quick. Based upon what? It's uh, it's what I've seen my entire life. You know, black women have been my enemy my entire life. They've been your what? My enemy. What do you mean, your enemy? Um, um, whether it's me, whether it's people that I know or people that I'm even related to, uh, if there are strides towards uh, success that are being made, 
um, there's an active effort to uh, get in the way of the progress of what it is that we're doing. I recently uh, dated a woman who uh, was pursuing a dual doctorate degree in medicine and in chemistry. I'm and, a PhD. Uh, was out How the are you? 28. I was interested in marrying her. You were dated her with sure. the, Okay. And what do you do for a living? I'm a musician and an Uber driver. What? I know. Are you, are you trolling me? Ninja no, what? I'm not. Ninja what? You date. Your enemy is your pocketbook. I know. Don't come in and talk about black women. As your, man, see? I mean, are you being serious, bro? Um, I am, but the finances is definitely something. No, that no, I'm no, on. oh hell no, no. So Kevin Samuels keeps it keeps it, you know, keeps it honest. I mean, I, I don't think he I know there was this big narrative of he hates black women and stuff like that. He absolutely keeps it honest with men and with women. The position I will say about this video, let's get to this video. This this young lady's first problem was that she ranked herself a five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't get upset at the person that says you average and you ranked yourself a five out of ten. That is average. <laughs> That's in the middle. The other thing I think people miss about this clip is you got to as a lawyer, I pay attention to what people say in the words that they choose to use. One of the things that Kevin Samuel says is typically, typically you see Men that make the type of money that you want your man to make with a certain type of woman, typically, right? That doesn't mean 100% of the time, doesn't mean that there's not outliers or anything like that. He's looking at the stats and saying, typically, you see this type of man with this type of woman. And he breaks down his high value man into make six figures, make six six figures for more than three years uh, or more acceptance from a group of other high value men access to fraternity like network an accepted prominent position by society the ability to be used by other high value men and all i add i like this list on the surface level all i added to this list was emotional intelligence flexibility and self-awareness and i think you got a really good high value man right there but mm-hmm. other than what kevin samuel said by saying that she's average at best what do you disagree with, with with his? Do you disagree with his position on her? Um, first off, because she said that she was a five, I think most of the time she probably said that just trying to be humble, you know. Because I don't care how cocky you is, it's always something that you can work on, you know. So she probably said, you know, I'm five. Some women will say I'm a seven because it's still more stuff that they can work on to because maybe her looks is that five but maybe she have an attitude that she needs to fix maybe she needs to go back and work on her income so that she could be that full 10 so he's not he didn't even ask her like why did you rate yourself at at five from what I could hear um so that was my problem like dig in a little bit more before you go on well he did ask her how she looked he asked her how she looks what would you rank yourself as far as looks if you say five, so that's what he said. Okay, yeah. so, so if you but say five, again, but, but why not ask her? Why not give yourself a ten? 
And maybe she could have went in just a little bit more deeper to say why she did not rank herself as a 10. Because well, it could be a little bit more today. We know, all know, looks is a lot, but it's not everything. We know some of the good-looking brothers, fine sisters who attitude, they losers, they bombs. They don't have two niggas to rub together. So maybe that was her situation. I'm not really sure. Yeah. And with anybody with, you know, because, you know, average, that's 50%. You can always turn something 50% into 100%. It's just how much work you're willing to do on it. I completely disagree with that. I think you can you can put makeup on a pig, but it's still a pig. So, I mean, in her particular position, I could look at her and tell her that she is not that attractive. And on top of the fact of having two kids, and I think another thing that women run into, and I'll probably get killed for this, but... Women run into the thought process of just kind of like you're saying, well, there's so many other attributes that can be added to make her attractive. You have to break down human interactions as far as attraction and and, and as just step by step. Most of the time we're looking at people in today's society and dating on apps, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok now, or we get on dating apps, you know, women go on Bumble Tinder, all those things like that. Or you just meet in person, go to college, whatever. The first initial thing to even attraction is appearance, right? That's why your mom always told you, dress your best wherever you go. That's why Monique was saying, don't come out in the airports wearing no damn bonnets, okay? And y'all tried to kill Monique over that. And I'm not even a big Monique fan. But anyways, but appearances matter. And so you can... You are you you look the way you look. And there are some things that will give you access attractive people typically have better access to more opportunities in life. That's a real thing. Like people who dress well, uh keep themselves up groomed, typically in the business world have more access to opportunities than people who don't. And that makes sense. I, I tell people it's just human nature to be cognizant of you know, appearance, appearances matter. Right. And so it, it, it's the same in a dating world. So you typically won't get somebody's attention that is the type of man that she wanted unless you absolutely look apart. At least before I get to know that you got two kids, at least stun me with your beauty. Be like, whoa, shit. She looks good. You start talking the other night. I got two kids. Whoa, never mind. I'm out of here type of thing. Right. That happens. Mm-hmm. It's happened. It's happened to me before. I've tried to holler at a girl, and she tells me she's got two or three kids, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not a stepfather. That's above me." Um, so I, it's just not. I'm not. I'm not that person. But you don't think that that's kind of shallow? I don't give and a damn. What I, and what I mean by that is this. So like, we all done heard that men, you all are visual. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think sometimes I don't even really know if y'all are so much. Vigil, because when I think of vigil, I think that it's like you can see everything, all different levels, all Mm -hmm. different surfaces you can see. But y'all just only see just what I'm looking at right now. So I don't really like to say y'all vigil because I don't think so. For me, I think women are a little bit more vigil than you all because we can look at and what you would consider an average looking man and be like, you know what, if he did this or if he cut his hair this way, if he put this on, he would be handsome. Y'all don't know how to do that because y'all will, there will be a woman that is 
gorgeous, beautiful. But because you saw her at that one particular time and she's probably out busy doing something. And so she wasn't in a, in a mindset of wanting to be all, as I like to say, dying pieces. Of, I don't know if that's still a saying. And y'all be like, oh, she's average as best. Oh, she's ugly. Oh, she's this, she's that. But if you see her again later at another different time, now she's looking at her full potential and you're trying to holler at her. And she looking at you like, nah, because you weren't giving me no play she, when I was over here looking like this fat. I've seen, I've seen women in sweatpants that look good. If you look good, damn it, you look good. I mean, but not always. I don't. I don't agree with I that. Mean, and, I, and I have to use myself as that. I mean, some Those women, guys, when they look at me, they won't give me the day and the time of the week. But let me dress up, put on my dress, put on my heels. Now they want to be in my chest, and I'm like, no. <laughs> let me just say this: <laughs> for me, I, I've I've gone, I've grown to accept that I'm shallow. I'm perfectly I'm perfectly fine saying I'm shallow. For me, if you don't look good in your natural state, I don't like it. That's just me. Like, I don't I don't like it. If you don't wake up, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't for me. And I'm not saying that's everybody. That's not that's not everybody. But at least wake up looking decent. If you got to go put on fake lashes, put on makeup, you got to dress yourself up in order to be presentable for my eyes, it don't work like that. The same, we can look at Sweeney. If you got to go out there and go get fake boobs, get your whole body done. In order for you to be attractive, then it ain't for me. I'm not a person that likes That's artificial true. bodies. Though. That is not how other men think. I, I would I beg to differ on that one. The makeup. They want to see the fake boobs Shit. and all of that. Because the real woman that doesn't have all of that, they don't want it. Because I know plenty, plenty of women that are, like I said, are beautiful, successful women, educated. Here we go. Why are they single? Here we go. Why are we watching the thoughts get all the high quality men yeah. and even women over here over six figures can't even get into the what what thoughts y'all what thoughts are getting these high quality men? Oh come on now, do we? Really I'm 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 I'm, I'm being completely honest with you. What thoughts come are getting on, these high quality men? What, the Kardashians thoughts. Come and on, uh, what's so name? Amber Rose. You uh, think you think the men that the Kardashians have dated are high quality men? I mean, they're very successful. So very you're looking successful. at money. You're looking at money, but you're not looking at those other three things I tapped on to high quality: emotional intelligence, flexibility, self awareness. Kanye West ain't got no motherfucking self awareness. He used to. Shit. Let's go back when he first came. That out. was somebody he writing for him. To. What people don't, what people fail to realize about Kanye West is he has writers. He has people who write for him. Touch the Touch the Sky was not written by him. You know, College Dropout not written by him. That those are not written by him. He has writers. You are seeing the true bipolar Kanye West. He has zero emotional intelligence at all. Uh, Lamar Odom, high quality man. What? Ray J, high quality man. What? Like, but this is what you're saying. The high quality. They're getting these thoughts. High quality man. Denzel Washington. Been with his same wife his whole life. Yeah. Okay. I can't argue with that. LeBron James. Married his high school sweetheart. Been with the same woman. His entire. So we tend to look at the thoughts relationships and say, damn, they taking up all the good men. The men ain't shit. 
That's what y'all. Well, that's what y'all messing up on. Let's, let's go to this because this was one of the discussions that I always get into other females about. Mm-hmm. I, I get in this argument all the time about Sierra and Russell. Okay. Now, to me, Russell is a high quality man. He, uh, the contract, the looks, the yeah, the, the praying he's, with people. He's, he's you know on point. Yeah. But why would you go? Why would he pick somebody like Sierra? When it was plenty of other women that he could have picked that didn't have all that baggage. Great, ta- like great you point. Had a woman with a, uh, what a name is a future. There you got Bow Wow. There you got Amari Solomon. There you got Fifty, 50 Cent. Cent, baby. He's been linked to um, um, Cam Newton, but, and then somebody else before she really got famous. But let's let's talk about it though. I think she is a great example of if Kevin Samuels is questioner. First of all, Sierra's a fucking eight. She's an eight. You put makeup on her, she goes to a nine. She's a very beautiful woman, tall, beautiful. The thing, that's what, if you ever go back and you listen to their story of how they met, they met at some type of dinner or whatever like that. Russell, Russell Wilson coming out of a, coming out of a marriage himself. So he had baggage. He just got divorced. You know what I'm saying? So he had baggage and that woman cheated on him with a teammate. So he had baggage coming out. So he sees this woman. She's attractive. Boom. That's the initial thing that catches his attention. Then he gets to know her soul. Then he gets to know who she is as a person. And we may not know who Sierra is on the surface, but that's the initial thing that 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 captures her. So dating history doesn't mean that you a thought type of situation. You know, I've never seen Sierra um, poking a booty out or anything like that on on Instagram, she dresses model like and stuff like that because she's fucking I don't know she's like five ten or some shit, so she dresses like a model and thing. But she not twerking and shit on what you call it. I mean, she does her everything appears to be choreography and dance moves and things like that, which are aligned with her profession. Um, so, but it it's just it's that type of situation. She came, she had a child, and then the question that Kevin Samuels would ask is why would Russell Wilson a successful quarterback in the NFL, a godly man, then take uh, Sierra. Well, one, she's attractive. Two, she must have a great personality. And it must have been something for Russell Wilson to say, you know what? Even though she has a kid from another dude, I can handle it. The other thing I throw in there, as a man, you probably, I don't know. I would, I'm, I'm not a stepfather type of guy. But if you're going to be a stepfather, if the daddy ain't in the life, Shit, that's basically your kid. We cool now. Like, I get to raise this kid however I want to raise him with no other type of influence. That's great. He probably looked at it from that perspective. But again, she's a baddie. She's fine. So she would initially get the opportunity to even allow a man or or have a man try to get to know her. I'm going to say it again. That's baggage. That's baggage, cause I I could be wrong. So let me just say this: mm-hmm. I ain't I ain't psychic, I ain't God, I ain't nobody. But if Russell would have walked up on her when she Sierra with the Goody album, okay, Sierra singing that "And I" song, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have paid him no attention. Why? Cause I'm at the prime of my game. I could get all these little nutheads that I was chasing behind. You know, I was living with. You know, they taking care of me. Now I ain't got nothing. I done been drugged. 
So now I want to settle down and go get the corny person. Well, sometimes that's called growth. We don't do anything but evolve. We can evolve in a negative. We can evolve in a positive. So what she basically and what you're saying is she went through a bunch of terrible dudes. And I mean, I don't know if you can say just because she had dated 50 Cent and Bow Wow for three or four months that that's baggage. The only baggage that she really was bringing into a relationship with Russell Wilson is probably some emotional traumas that might have happened from those relationships and also a child. And then so it's up to Russell Wilson to say, OK, I got this bad, this good looking woman. She's a high earner. She's very is, wifely. Is she really a high earner? Because when them two met, she was not that same Sierra. I would say now, we probably knew when we were in high school and, and maybe our sophomore freshman year of college. I would say Sierra makes more than both of us. I'm sure she does. And and so to 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 say to say she's is she a high earner? I make pretty good money, so I would say yeah, she's a pretty decent, pretty decent earner. It's not his. I mean, that's subjective. I mean, Russell Wilson is the the fourth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. So to him, it's like you know she made chump change. It's like my my boss wife is an elementary school teacher, and he operates a firm that makes. Millions of dollars per year. It's like, well, she makes something, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it is what it is. So, I mean, I think, I don't think she came with as much baggage as we think, but I think initially, and especially when we talk about this video, the first thing that you notice is attractiveness. You're, a man is more willing, I think also women forget this. A man is more willing to settle down for a woman who may not even have a college degree, may not even have the best job. If it offers him peace and women forget that men don't give a damn about your humanities degree. We don't care. We barely care about your degree. So women running around talking about I have a degree in this and I have a degree in that. Sure. I'm a person. I care about things like that. I would love to have a professional woman, you know, that that can match my match my hustle and, and everything like that. But could I deal with do I want that over peace? No. Majority of men just want peace at the house. But see, the thing about I get that. And I think even with women, women want peace as well. But I think what a lot of y'all guys and that's going back to uh, putting Russell on and putting some of these other guys is out there on there. Y'all like to chase a fantasy. It's a fantasy. And that's women it. love oh, to I chase got, a fantasy. I got somebody that everybody else doesn't have. Everybody else don't want. So now I got it. Now this makes me look like I'm the man because who's to say that you won't meet that educated woman that will still give you peace. You got to think about it. They've been at work all day. You think they want to come home and get in some argument? No, they want to come home and be in peace too. That's fine. And I, I think when you say that, that, that men want to chase a fantasy. Yeah, sure. Women love to chase fantasies as well. We all grew up on Disney. We all grew up on images on TV and we all, if we, if we talk about the Huxables, right? We grew up watching a doctor and a lawyer being a whole relationship. That's a very difficult thing to do. But I don't mean do. the fantasy in reference to that. See, women, that's our fantasy right there. I mean, I, we can talk about Men, physical. y'all fantasy is more sexual. That's why you have these women going to get this Brazilian hair. No, 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 these, no, no. Uh, uh, these new butts. This and, is where Kevin Samuels comes into play. And all of that because they are chasing that. Black men never. Uh, and I'm speaking directly to black men. Black men never requested that black women go out and go get Brazilian hair and they go get butt lifts. Butt lifts were first being done by women in um, 
South America and, and white women were doing butt lifts because they were trying to imitate black women. And then for some reason, black women decided to enhance themselves as well. I, I don't okay, I know. So you say I never request that. Then explain why is that the ones that y'all always go after? That's not true at all. You keep saying that's the ones that's you you keep you keep saying that those are you keep saying that those are the ones that that they keep going. Is Russell does Sierra have enhancements? Or she is, don't got no enhancements, but she never got that position and all that. Does 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 um does Beyonce have enhancements? I'm pretty sure she do. <laughs> does LeBron James' wife have enhancements? So so the the people that nobody would disagree with that are that are these types of they're they're, they're with these high high caliber men their wives don't have any enhancements that we know of <laughs> the only man that i know that's made that's been married to a woman with enhancements for years is ice tea married to the white girl coco who's another who's another man that's been married to a woman with enhancements that we know of <laughs> I'm, I'm simply like that. I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, and we, we know what we're talking about. about. Just in general, because you already know when you start talking about these rappers and all that stuff, what they always with? Some Instagram model. Most of them, that mess. But who do they, who, have you ever looked at who, um, Big Boy married? No, I never. From Outcast? I've seen his wife before. Mm. No enhancements. I've never seen his wife. No enhancements. The only person that you're going, if you look at the, the rappers' wives, who they're married to, you can probably point at a few, right? T.I. And that was his wife that went out and got all those enhancements and whatnot, even before T.I. I think that was after T.I. had met her. He had she had gotten those enhancements. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can look at Gucci. You know, that's not her real body. I forgot her name or whatever like that. Kim. Keisha. Keisha, Keisha something, blah, blah, blah. That's not a real body. Those are that's what you look at. And, and, and let me, let's be honest. Is Gucci a high a high value man in your opinion? Not is at all. is Ti a high again? The quality of man matches the quality of woman. So you're now, saying that to me shit. has the potential <laughs> of being a high value man. If that nigga is fifty. Crap. He is fifty if he years old. Stop with the bull crap. If he would stop with that, going oh, to jail Christ. with the guns in his house, all this other foolishness, he has the potential because he's actually. Is pretty intelligent when he really wants to be serious about something. Using big words does not make you intelligent. I can sit here and say, well, that is complete poppycock all day. And that's asinine. That's this. That's that. And and expeditiously and all those things all day doesn't make you intelligent. It's about using big words. It's about your passion. It's about what you're talking about is what you're talking about making sense. And when he's talking about something that he's (laughs) passionate about, especially when it comes down to, you know, um, police brutality and other stuff that is going on he does make sense of what he's saying okay so um a man like killer mike been married for years wife has no enhancement yes, very intelligent has That's no enhancement high value. high value man a man like uh we can go to the heartthrobs of of the 90s or, or in early 2000s right more chestnut married wife has no enhancements the quality of man matches the quality of woman. What you're, what we're looking at and what you're talking about is hood niggas. Hood niggas going out and marrying women with enhancements. But that's not to y'all high quality men. So why are we even trying to act like high quality men are asking you to come out with Brazilian weave and things like that? Now, 
I don't I know not to tell black women what 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 to wear in their what to wear in their hair anymore. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like wear whatever you feel comfortable wearing. And some women wear their their weeds or whatever like that because they can sweat in it. They can do whatever they can wake up and go. That's something that they want to do. So I don't think that 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 is something of um, saying that but I, when I talk about going out and get physical enhancements, boobs, butts, things like that. But said, don't match your thighs or something like that. That's what we talk about. But those types of men that are marrying those types of women are not high caliber men that y'all are looking for. And okay, well, let's just jump to the meat and potatoes right here because mm-hmm. I need you to answer this for me because I think I said it earlier. Mm-hmm. Why is there so many women who are, they don't have no drama, no kids? Yeah. They're educated, yeah. doing what they're supposed to do, save us account, everything is right. Okay. Why are y'all overlooking us? Because y'all either doing two things. Y'all, you're y'all talking about black men? Yeah, I'm, I like this kind of sort of speak on black men. Okay. Because I think that's a lot of the issue. Um, why are y'all looking over Z going to get someone that has less? And most of the times, what I have seen, mm-hmm. that even when you choose a person with less, they still got issues. You still don't have peace. When it's time for you to get divorced, they taking half of your money. Because they didn't have nothing to begin with. So you upgraded this person. Now they got this certain lifestyle that you done created for them. And now they don't want to work. And they don't want to go back and, and, and work for getting some out the mud. So now you got to pay them a million dollars a month to maintain this lavish mm-hmm. lifestyle. Why they either going over that or either they going and they not side of their race. Or if they do maintain in the African-American um, community, they are probably dating or marrying a woman that's like five, six years older than them. So let's talk about it. I'm an advocate for black women dating outside of their race. They have all they have full authority to go ahead and date outside of their race. There's a scarcity of black men that that have the attributes and qualities that a lot of black women want. I, I'll be completely honest with you on that. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, so I'm I'm a proponent. If you want to go out and date, I think what what I've seen from a lot of the movies is there's a big push for African American women to start dating Asian men, um, and where Asian women are uh, particularly uh, a group that will date significantly outside of their race. And there's a big push for Black women to start dating outside of their race as well. I don't have a problem with that as a Black man. Um, so I'm fine with men. And women dating outside their race if they choose to date outside their race. So what I will say is that in my network, there's not a professional, right? Lawyer, doctor, engineer that has married a woman that has less, you know, so. And a lot of times we we got to look at the timelines of when these people get married. Some of these people get they've been in relationships since undergrad and they end up getting married then. And then that becomes a situation of proximity and time. And so, yeah, the woman might have less and he has a lot, but they've been together for so long. I don't think there's a lot of lawyers, a lot of doctors, a lot of engineers, a lot of professional men that you guys want to qualify as high value men that are really out here searching for Instagram thotties. We might look. We we might even touch, but we won't wife it. So I think that's something to 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 be clear about. I mean, I think uh, it's it's um, I think what we tend to get caught up in is social media. And that's not really truth. A lot of these women but don't. Again, do. You still have not explained why is there so many 
high quality woman. Okay, I'll tell you. Not being able to be married by your network of friends. What's your what's your what's your what is your belief? What is a high quality woman in your opinion? So to me, a high quality woman is pretty much a virtuous woman. You know, Proverbs 31, someone that knows how to be a helpmate, someone that prays for her family, her husband. Uh, she, Of course, she does what she needs to do to take care of the house, but she also works. Um, she, you know, just know how to be responsible. She knows gotcha. how to help out her community and whatnot. Um, so that's me personally of it. And of course, just my own little when I want to be a little shallow, my own little bits in that I'm very a bit a big component of education. So someone who is educated is out there kicking butt in her own community. Because I think if she has all that I just said, you can't beat that. That's 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 wonderful. I'll tell you the reason why there's a lot of women that that do not have mates because there's less, particularly black men. There's less high quality black men out there for a lot of. The women that you classify as high quality or high value, and they go for very attractive women. And that's one of the points that Kevin Sanders was pointing out. If a man at this age of 30 something years old, I'm 31. If he's not married, he's not looking to marry a woman that is not that attractive in his opinion. And I know that's that shallow. People can sit there and say, oh, he's not really looking for that. I mean, he, he's looking for the most attractive woman. He's, and then once he sees the most attractive woman, he starts having conversations and they start seeing that they can bond as far as, you know, uh, mentally and emotionally and physically, those types of things. But, you know, that's one of the reasons. So a lot of these women that had these degrees that are virtuous women, they're not attractive. I've seen women on social media claim that they are um, these great women. And I look at them, I'm like, eh, you ain't all that good looking. And I mean, women could do that to me. You know what I'm saying? They could be like, nigga, you ain't that fine either. That's fine. But at the same time, I'm just letting you know that you, I, I think he points it out. I think Kevin Samuels addressed this. Sometimes women think that they deserve to have access to a certain type of man that they really don't qualify for. And I know that's but a, that's your a good qualification should not just only be one thing. That's that's not the qualification for just one thing. I don't think the one thing is attraction. But that is the initial qualification to even but get that, to step that's two. That's pretty much what you just said. You just said, I don't see all the women that got all this stuff, all of this. But I don't personally think that they are attractive. If so a woman has all that. these women out for one thing. And then you don't understand why this chick over here cheating on you. You don't understand mm. why this chick over here costing your hell in your life. You don't understand when you divorce her, she uses that child as a carrot <laughs> to, to cost you hell to get you a lot of child support, a lot of alimony check. Why? Because you was too busy. Looking at something that was so surface instead of actually really taking the time to get to know this person from the inside. Looks at everything. And again, and again, I think we have to go step by step. The initial interaction is surface level. It's always been surface level. Now, there's sometimes you might have this friend that's not the most attractive and you guys didn't have that surface level connection, but you guys build the chemistry through some other things. You have those outliers. We see that in all the love movies, little rom-coms that they do, right? You do have that occur sometimes, but you out here in these streets, the initial thing that you see at a conference, at a, at a, um, I don't know, at a hearing, you know, I'll go to hearings and stuff. You see certain types of women or 
on Instagram, you're looking at attraction first. That's the initial. That's where you can get that initial DM. She's attractive. I'm a DMer. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's just the first step. I'm not saying the other stuff doesn't come right with it. But I'm saying the first step is, Shorty, if you're not attractive, you're not even getting a look at certain types of men. And that's just the truth. And it could be men's. It could be um, in in, in your position. It could be um, a flaw in a man's logic or uh, whatever. But that's just the truth. You if, if you're not attractive, sometimes men will just pass you by, won't even give you a won't even give you a look. So that might that's that's also a reason why there are some high quality women out here that are not. They do not have certain type of men. But on top of that, there are some potential high quality men that holler at some of these lesser attractive women, but the lesser attractive women won't give them a shot. We can have a whole conversation about that, you know. Um, that is true. And one thing that, you know, I don't believe in doing is putting this all the blame on men because there are some times where you have, like I, I, like I mentioned earlier about the whole Sierra thing, where you have a good man that will come up to you that, as you like to say, average at best and all of that, <laughs> but they have everything that you should want in a man and you ignore them because they're a cornball. Oh, I don't like this and I don't like that. And I, I would never tell anybody, man or woman or whatever, to settle, you know. But if you have a list and if if they are somewhat attracted, you attracted to them and they pretty much have everything else you want on them, maybe they just got something that is small, go ahead and, and work with that, you know. But don't get so stuck on the the looks, and everything like for me, I'm not into big guys, so you would not see me do that. <laughs> have I probably have them probably looked over some big guys? Yeah, I'm, but I'm not attracted to that. That's just I can't do it. If you okay. got more titties to me, I can't get down with that. <laughs> so, but you know, it, it got to be something that is really you got everybody got a list. It's some stuff you just don't bend on, you know. But I just see with men and women both is that women and men, they got pretty much everything on your list, but they got something small, and you just like, nah, nah, I don't want them. And all it would take for them to just do something very quick, it's a quick fix. And they can be the perfect person that you want to do, but you don't want to get down in the hole and, and do the work to see what if you got that, that hidden diamond. Look, I mean, I think that's true. I think, um, but life is, I tell, I tell people this all the time, life is about choices. And so mm -hmm. if you die lonely, you know, that was probably a choice. There's probably tons of men in your DMs and whatnot. And they probably ask you out on dates, but you refuse to go on a date. And, and your position is, well, I don't like big men. But what if you could be the person to encourage him to go in the gym and work his work himself out? I don't know. Right. But you making you're making the effort from the jump of the initial interaction of not attractive, not going to waste my time. And that's fair because at the end of the day, I respect people's choice. I'm pro-choice, not like Texas, right? So <laughs> I respect people's choice of if, if, of how they want to move. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you you got a point on that. I mean, I think if, but I, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't even want to say that do that because I think that's fresher for women. When women get past, uh, give a good number, about thirty two. Then they, they have that, that mentality that you just said. 
Lord, if I die alone, then it's on me. And then they start to settle. <laughs> then you start them seeing getting all these guys. I don't believe that's settling. They're though. not equally yoked with. I, I don't believe that's I don't believe that's settling. I think that's when women no. come have a come to Jesus moment and they realize that they have been trying to pursue something that they have no no ability to be pursuing. No, they cannot no, no. catch. They I, cannot hunt. I know people personally that I have seen some of the people that they are with, some of the people okay. that they married with, and I'm like, no. And they probably married what and happy. The freak. What the freak? But really, they're not because now you got this this man and. When you are, when you have to go to work and you got to do certain things or you got to be around your coworkers or certain friends, they don't even feel comfortable with being around there because they don't feel like they belong or <laughs> they don't have their stuff together. So if they car break down, they use a yo car because they don't have no money saved to be able to get another car, get their car fixed. Or either you done met them, they were staying with their mama, they had a roommate. They daddy, they aunt, grandma, somebody. They told you I'm saving money to get my own place. After y'all started to get a little serious, the person that moved in with you. Where's that money that you were saving to quote unquote get your own place? Then before you know it, y'all got a little bit more serious. Now y'all got a place together. If you've been living with your parent for two, three plus years, you should have some money to go pay for a house of your own. Sure. Why are you moving in with me? Sure. I Why mean, don't I think, you have money to get your car fixed? Sure. And again, <laughs> life is about choices. People make those decisions. And what happens is, and I, I remember growing up, and I still have this woman that's still on uh, Facebook. I remember in high school, I was just trying to date this one girl. She worked at McDonald's with me. And um, uh, we talked, talked, talked. And she told me, you ain't hood enough for me. Well, now she has four kids, two different baby daddies, and she's unmarried. Life is about choices. Right. Yeah. I could have been the one. No, I wouldn't have been the one. <laughs> but all I'm saying is life is about choices through those 32 years of her life. Let's say even mm-hmm. 12 years of her life. Right. From the age of 20 to 32. She ran into certain men who didn't have it the greatest, but they had something, something to work with. And she passed them by. Because she was mm-hmm. pursuing her fantasy. And now at 32, her eggs are running out. I'm not even, I gotta stop saying. Your eggs start running. I'd be, man, girls. Get, <laughs> at a certain age, your eggs start, your eggs start going. And now you're stuck. Well, that was a choice. Because there was a ton of men out there that you could have pursued, but you failed to pursue that man. And now you're stuck. So you're stuck with the you're stuck with the pool that you have, because let me tell you something. The higher value men, I'll say I think this is really true. The high value men by the age 30, 32, all that shit. And they already probably taken because they got hitched to someone that they met in an undergrad, hitched to someone that they, they met in grad school, things like that. You might get somebody coming out of a lengthy Lengthy long-term relationship, like such as like myself, I consider myself a high-value man. So you might get somebody who comes out of a lengthy, long relationship that's now available on the street for you. Now available, I'm not in the streets, I'm on the court, but now available on the court for you to play with, Mm -hmm. right? But that's not all the time likely. That's not all the time it's likely. So 
You know, life is about choices and women and men make choices. As a man, you can pursue the, 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 the most beautiful woman in the world, right? Until your ass gets 40 years old and you're looking around and you have no legacy to pass on to anybody. You can do that. That's a choice. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree mean, there, with that. But I mean, it's still, it, it goes, especially when we talk about the, the black woman. I feel like, <laughs> and it's not all men, but I do feel like there are some times where a lot of y'all black men, we, we'll be with y'all when y'all don't have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Rock with you. Choice. Everything. Help. Choice. Breathe life in you. Choice. Nurse you. All Choice. of that stuff. Choice. And in time as you get big, and now you got all these chicks that wouldn't give you any play before coming at you now. You leave your ass for a white you girl. You want to squat all over that sister that had your back when you wasn't <laughs> nothing. And then let's, let's even take it further back. You have so many, like the brother, the little video you just played. Well, I feel like um, the black woman is, is my enemy. Y'all forget, black woman has been riding, riding with y'all since the beginning of the time. And what I'm telling black women Protecting is... Protecting y'all, fighting for y'all, holding y'all down when y'all in jail, going to jail for no reason. Stepping in front of the KKK so that y'all don't get shot. What I, and what Same I'm telling... With the cop. And what I'm telling black women is, y'all ain't got to do that. I've always... I've been a big proponent of this. If a man does not marry you within two years, why are you wasting your eggs on that man? He would have to have a legitimate excuse as to why he, he's not going to marry you in two years. And one of the excuses I used to say is, well, maybe he's in professional school. What if he's going to school for dentistry? What if he's going to school for, to be a MD, DO? What if he's going to school to get his JD to be a lawyer, right? Then mm-hmm. he's not going to be hyper-focused on getting married because he's trying to pursue his purpose. If you ever, if anybody ever reads um, The Way of the Superior Man, a man's going to always constantly pursue his purpose if he doesn't pursue his purpose and he's going to be restless. So, um, yeah. so basically, uh, you know, that might be a reason as to why there's a delay in, in, in proposing and marriage and things like that. But women know that there's ways to verify and, and figure out whether or not a man is truly going to marry them. Women just mm-hmm. don't ask the tough questions because they don't want to hear the answer. So, well, listen, I don't agree with anybody, especially for the women. You don't be sitting around here waiting on somebody <laughs> um, to marry you. Like, I don't believe in, in shacking up. Okay. I don't. Because, one, you're not getting ready to play house with me. That's true. I think if that's a, really I think that's a major problem. Me, you want to, you know, sleep with me, all of that good stuff. You need to go ahead and you need to put a ring on this finger. Not just put the ring on the finger. You need to go ahead and walk me down the aisle. And make an honest woman out of me. Yeah. But you're not going to get everything that a man, a husband is supposed to get just because you are my boyfriend. Because if I'm giving you everything, giving you the sex, cooking for you, cleaning for you, doing all this for you, what is your purpose of, of you marrying me? Look, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, I've, I date a woman that, that does not believe in shacking up. And it's something that you just kind of have to respect. But it's. You want her so bad, you're like, shit. Let me <laughs> let me go ahead and try to move up this time frame, right? It it makes you as a man have to do another evaluation. But if you let me just mm-hmm. shack up with you, well, shit. What we need to rush to get married for? There's no real point. We can get married seven years from here. Ain't shit gonna change. So a lot of times, I like the fact that you're you're taking accountability, <laughs> that you're acknowledging that there's accountability on women's part. A lot of times, women accept shit. That they should not accept. 
Not at all. And I don't know. And, and I don't do because it's the point of I don't want to be alone mm-hmm. because it, it and, I, and I deal with this all the time when I go home. Lord Jesus, I'm from Miami, Florida. Oh, Jesus. And because I'm not married. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Are you crazy? And my favorite. Are you sure you're not gay? Just because I'm just like, no, I'm not any. But I cannot become desperate. And I, I need to understand the difference of being alone and lonely. Because when you tap into that lonely part, that's where you start accepting crap. Exactly. Because I don't want to be alone. I don't want somebody to think I'm broken. I'm uh, something wrong with me. Or like you said, my age is drying up. So now I'm about to just <laughs> accept anything that this dude is giving to me. And that's where a lot of women go down, especially when they get in their 30s. They start to go into that lonely part. And it's like, you're not lonely. You're just alone right now. Yeah. You're not lonely. So don't get desperate. I think a lot of people don't know how to be alone. I think a lot of people don't know how to be alone, including myself. I mean, this is something I've struggled with. I used to just date somebody and I break up with them and I go to another relationship type of thing. And it's it's a difficult thing because you're sitting around and you're like, well, shit, what do I do with this free time? I already went to the gym. <laughs> I've already I'm tired of playing this game like this video game. Like, what do I do? Right. And so a lot of people are afraid of being alone. And so yeah. it's kind of learning how to be alone and and be okay with being alone. I mean, that's something. And I I think sometimes people get tired of being alone. Like for me, I have been single for quite some time. Okay. I'll be looking at God like, okay, Lord, have you forgotten about me? Like I'm, I'm over here. Like like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. What's going on? You know? So some of us, we know how to be alone because I've been alone for, like I said, for quite some time now. Um, but you get to that place of, okay, I done did my time. I done did five, six plus years being alone. Now I just want to be with somebody. Okay. And you get tired of waiting on God and then boom, now you just start to just walk into a field blind and just picking people. (laughs) Look, I think, I think, um, I didn't believe in soulmates and things like that till probably like last year or the beginning of this year. Right. But I think there's multiple soulmates out there, right. For people. And it's just you got to you got to keep your you got to be aware. You got to keep your awareness up to make sure. Whoa, did I, I just run into a soulmate? Let me get this person a shot. Let me get this person a chance. Let me at least go to dinner with this person. Let me at least take this person to dinner. I've done I've done that a few times. I've taken a woman to dinner or to, to go to lunch or something like that and been like, nah, nah, ain't gonna work type of situation and it's cool that's not my soulmate but she could possibly be a good friend of mine she could be you know whatever um and i just let i let a woman know like yeah we're we're good friends like it's not going it's not going any further than that but you know that that happened and so you know possibly give women or give a man a shot take let him take you out I think if you're trying to get past that initial phase of what you say, kind of a shallow thing. But if you're trying to get that that past that initial phase of the shallow shallowness of attraction is allow a person to take you out for for dinner. It's a free meal. I mean, but you got to think about it like this, though. There has been this big old push. I think I mean, like they call it shrimp. I'm not going to be a shrimp no more. And so a lot of men oh, don't really want to take simp. women out. They don't want to take women out on dates anymore. Well, that's how the you know that man ain't your. But that's how you know that man ain't your soulmate. For free man. But that's how you know that nigga ain't your soulmate, though, right? It's 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 like if a man is okay. One of the things I've also learned this this year is if you are afraid of other people's opinion 
as it relates to your relationship with that particular person, then you're not a grown up. You know what I'm saying? A grown man does not care about what other people, how other people view his relationship with his woman and vice versa. Right. I mean, y'all could have some troubles and things like that, but I love that thing. I'm going to stand beside him. But I mean, it's that type of thing. Now, if it's too toxic, I can understand that. And, and allowing some outside influence to to jump in there and say, hey, look, this shit is toxic. You might need to stop. But if a man is sitting there worrying about being a simp, then he's not your soulmate. That's not even a high quality man. Because remember, one of the things that I put as a high quality man is emotional intelligence. A person who's emotionally intelligent does not feel like he's simping for his woman when he just buys her flowers or takes her out for dates and things like that. So, I mean, that's but they something don't to be, be clowned by their boys. And regardless of it, a lot of men and women both, they have this thing of worrying about what their friends and family is going to think of them. But that's how you know that person is not a grown up. That's how you know that person is not ready to be in a relationship. Well, my, my, if they are a certain age, will never be ready to be in a relationship is if they are sitting in a situation and they're, they're worried about what their boys are going to say. Or something like that. I told I told my friends tons of things. And they'd be like, bro, I wouldn't do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you do that. And we agree to disagree. I hear them out. One of the things, and this goes back to a book called The Way of the Superior Man. One of the things is you have to be able to, a superior man accepts criticism from his friend group. Mm-hmm. And you can accept that criticism. But if you go back to my first initial podcast with my boy Andre, a, a man going to do what he want to do. So... I can accept the criticism about certain things that I do or about, you know, a type of woman that I date or somebody like that. But I'm still going to do what I want to do. But the whole thing is at least I'm getting the criticism. At least I'm getting some points of view from different people outside and things like that. But I never base my relationship based on how my boys are going to view me. Because at the end of the day, if they my boys, they still going to love me regardless. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that person that you're referring to, that type of scenario that ain't the man. You might as well just pass him up. But if a man yeah. comes to you and, and he says, hey, look, let me take you to let me take you to Burn Steakhouse. Let me take you to Ruth Chris. Let me take you here uh, this day. Just give me a shot. Well, shit, that's a grown ass man. I mean, he's he's letting you know where you're trying to go. He's let he's letting you know that he wants to do something. He's not saying, hey, let's come over. Let's watch Netflix and chill. Oh, I hate and, when they say that. And let oh, me order oh. you some food in and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also on a woman to set boundaries and set the tone as well. I mean, just because a yeah. man takes you out that initial time does not mean that you invite him over your house to watch Netflix. He no. has to continue to court you for however long that you feel is appropriate for this man to actually show that he really gives a damn about you before you start inviting him into your home. So now, now that's one thing. I, and I appreciate you for for saying that, because. There is a lot of men that really feel like, okay, if I take you out to eat, <laughs> we, we we finna go back to your house and do something. Like I, when I was living in Tampa and um, one of the guys, I think he went to USF and, uh, you know, we met and we spoke a little bit on Facebook. He was like, hey, let's do a quick um, lunch date. I said, okay. I wasn't, I was off that day from work. So I met him up at Boston Market. Um, <laughs> we got, he got me a, a lunch and whatever. We sat down, we talked or whatever. He was like, oh, so, so listen, hey, um, you know, let's, let's go back to my place. That's your and first I'm problem. Like, Wait, your, what? Your initial problem. <laughs> he was like, well, yeah, we met on Facebook. So, you know, what's up? But this was I'm your initial problem, like, though. You, 
You yeah. think I'm about to go back to your place off a of chicken meal? Oh, nah, bro. But that's you your initial problem. You let it take you to Boston Market. That's your problem. Well, well, that was see, on this you. This is for me. And, and, I, and I discussed this when I was over talking about it on my podcast. <laughs> I am not a person that I don't really believe in all those expensive restaurants like that. Like, honestly, my favorite restaurants is like Bahama Breeze. Cheesecake Factory. That's a good day. I like IHOP. Those. I whoa, like whoa. IHOP. Applebee's and all of that. IHOP. Look, look, look. Applebee's. Bahama Breeze. You know, I'll throw that shit in there before I throw Boston Market, which is fast food. <laughs> like shit. I'll throw. I'll throw that in there. That was your first initial problem. You let you. You. This man said he want to take like you somewhere. Boston Market. Boston Market. <laughs> I like that casserole. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. Like I, I like that. So that's not to me. That doesn't mean anything to to me like that. Like I'm not. I would never any guy that I would date or whatever. I would never want them to take me to no very expensive restaurant unless it's like my birthday or it's an anniversary or maybe Valentine's Day, but just something simple. Like, honestly, I don't have a problem with meeting somebody over at Sam's Club at their cafe. I love that pizza and stuff up and down. I love that. I can eat that a lot. <laughs> Look, it's either, it's one of, it, it's my, my point of view. And if I had a daughter, I would tell her it's either one or two things. The gentleman is going to take you to a nice, fancy restaurant or she's mm-hmm. going to take you to a mid-level restaurant, Cheesecake Factory, Bahama Breeze. Or if he can't do that, he's going to make the date beautiful and you will see through his actions and how that date goes, his creativity, his ingenuity, things like that, like a a great picnic date, you know, stuff like that. Taking a woman to Burger King, McDonald's, Boston Market, Chipotle. No, it don't work like that. I'd be like, that's not the man for you. <laughs> hey, listen, and I, I can res- and I can respect that. You know? And most women do feel that way. So I just, I don't know. I'm just very simple. I'm a very, very simple girl. I, mean, I don't need all that. You know what I'm trying to say? I just don't. You know, to me, it's a thought that counts. And as long as we res- you're respectful and we are vibing, we're having a great conversation. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm there for. It's not about you know breaking your pockets. Because I'm blessed enough. Um, where I could take myself to all of those restaurants myself. Here's so I'm really just trying to get to know you and see what type of person you is. Are you worthy enough to be in my presence? Here's what I would say to women. I always had this belief that you undersell yourself when it comes to jobs and careers and stuff like that. You undersell yourself during the initial interview and everything like that. And you come in and you surprise them because you end up exceeding their expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're the woman and you're the person that's supposed to be, you're not supposed to seek out a man. A man is supposed to seek out you. So Amen. when you're a, a woman and you're and somebody is courting you, you set the expectations high. And even though you're a simple woman, once he makes he he does everything he's supposed to do, he can lower the bar a little bit to make things a lot easier. So he's like, oh, shit, you know what? Like I was adjusted for this, but she's really here. Not too bad. You know, that's mm-hmm. how you would go about doing it. But allowing, that. but sometimes allowing a man just to take you to Boston Market, Mm-mm. he already the next date gonna be lower. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you because I'll take Go back I, to what you just said about this setting the bar. Yeah. So, again, because I don't have a problem with self disclosure about myself. I was in Miami on my for my birthday. Some my LSs and all of us was down there, 
And as always, I'm not sure why I'm always to the topic when they're talking about <laughs> relationships, but I'm always out there on the chopping block. Yeah. And they was trying to make me feel bad because my standards was too high. I said, well, you know, I want a guy that believes in God. I want someone that is, you know, fit. Mm-hmm. At least you could be able to run a mile or two without, you know, being passed out on the ground or whatnot. Uh, I want someone that is educated. I'll go ahead and I'll take someone that is trade, but you got to have some form of education. I said, at the bare minimum, I would like to have somebody between that 80 to 75,000 a year. I want someone that really wants to get to know me and not just all about sex because sex looks, we all know that phase after a while. So you got to have something a little bit more deeper. And they looked at me and was like, Eureka, you ain't never going to find someone like that. If you want someone that ain't into sex all the time, you're going to have to go get you a pen pal from prison. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, you going to tell me someone who does not have a felony record to go get someone from prison? Are you serious right now? <laughs> so why do people make you feel like when you set those standards that it's too much and you're never going to find someone like that? Because it's listening to other damaged people. That are in unhealthy relationships. I've always said this. Single women know how to keep other women single. Single women also know how to suppress and prevent other women from getting the type of men that they want by scaring them in those types of fashion. When you ask the question of women get scared and they just start settling at 32, 32 is not the age in which you start settling. Your eggs ain't going to be gone. I say 35, you might need to start whoop. There are any single fathers in the household type of thing, in the house type of thing. But right. But, you know, that's the type of age. But when you get that type of outside pressure, because those some 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 of our friends can be toxic or they come from toxic situations or they could be just jealous as hell. I've told this story all the time, right? Somebody recommends me to date this girl. Um, they recommend me to date to, to date a certain woman. They'd be, oh yeah, he's a great guy, da, 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 right? As soon as they find out the girl is head over the heels and she's in love, then they get uptight. Oh, well, you know, be careful. And, you know, that type of stuff happens. And so yeah. you can ruin a good situation if you just, you know, you let outside forces mess up your own personal um, mental conscience of, of, of I forgot what the type of, uh, you know, word for it is. But, you know, you get yeah, you can make people you can have people come in into your life and interfere because they don't know what real love looks like. They don't know what a yeah, real healthy relationship looks like. Right. And so you can kind of mess up someone's someone else's perspective or someone else's standard. Because they don't know what real love is. So from my standard, I've always said, if a woman does not believe in God or something higher than her, then I will not date her. Yeah, that could be a real issue with some other people. Oh, bro, you don't believe in like, Yeah, I don't want her raising my kids. Um, and then I don't want somebody who has no real moral compass. And I know atheists might argue about that. We still do have a moral corpus. Even though I I want you to really believe that, you know, if you do some shit wrong, you might be going somewhere bad yeah. in a later life or you might have a worse. If you're reincarnated, you might have a shitty life later on. So yeah. I you really want yourself. Exactly. So that's that's one of my my particular things. So, I mean, and, and I've learned that from having a, a mother and father who've been married for, you know, 30 plus years. But they have that type of relationship, even though they're not of the same 
um, denomination of faith. My mom's a Methodist. My dad is a um, uh, Baptist. So they mm-hmm. still believe in God. So that that connects them in, in being equally yoked. So, I mean, that's... But see, you just said a couple of real things. Mm-hmm. Like, you come from a household seeing black love. Yeah. Knowing how that should look. Knowing how y'all need to work things out. Because I'm sure your mother and father... All days ain't been good days. They probably had some times where they wanted to choke each other. Yeah. But you got a chance to see that. So now you know how to be able to be that that role model to a wife, to your kids, because you got a chance to see it. But unfortunately, a lot of us, including myself, <laughs> we don't grow up in a house like that. I get it. I mean, some look. of us don't even know who our dad is. Some of us want to raise by our mom, so we don't even know. Some of us are really, honestly, is trying to figure out how to even love ourselves first. I get it. Nobody in my family has been divorced, so that includes my uncles, my aunts. Um, nobody in my family has been divorced, so um, you know that's a really, you know, when you've seen the same people your entire life be married, even mm-hmm. your mother's brothers and your father's sister and you know when you've seen them be married and nobody's been divorced then you know the 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 concept of divorce is kind of foreign and you also see kind of how to resolve conflicts and work out types of situations so i've seen those as as being as growing up in those households but then i think once you recognize that you did not grow up in that type of household right you have to make a conscious effort to break that generational curse and so yes, the question yes, is, how do, you, how do you figure out whether or not you're in a healthy relationship or not? It's called going to therapy. Yes. <laughs> and well, I think, you know, people in our, <laughs> I hate to say it, in the urban community, they do not want to go to therapy exactly. at all. And it's like you got stuff in you that is, is how, because I'm, I'm a therapist. That's mm-hmm. one of my jobs. I'm a social worker and by night I'm a, um, a therapist of D.C. government. And I always tell all of my clients, I said, you decide when and where you want to meet your trauma. Mm-hmm. But regardless, y'all going to meet. Yeah. So you might as well, you pick when you want to meet it <laughs> and so that you can have control over the situation. Yeah. Because if you allow it to come out when it wants to, it's going to come out in your marriage. It's going to come out with your kids. Exactly. And you're not going to, you're going to be doing all of this stuff because it's familiar to you. It's comfortable to you because that's all you know. Exactly. So it's better to go sit down, even if people like to say, I don't want to tell nobody my business, but you go run straight to Facebook and you tell the world your business. So why not go in there and tell it to somebody <laughs> exactly. else that might be able to help you rather than going on Facebook when all everybody on Facebook going to do is may like your status. They may offer a word of encouragement, but most of the time they're going to talk about it exactly. to other people. So it doesn't really help you. But a lot of people just don't want to do therapy. And I think that was something that was very important for me that because I knew all the issues that I had going on, you know, not knowing who my dad is, mom was on drugs and everything like that, raised mm-hmm. up my grandmother was in foster care and whatnot. I knew that I needed to get to a place of learning how to love myself, yeah. learning, you know, work through those issues so that when I do have a husband, I'm able to, to accept love and to receive love and not to give him the hell and the pain and being paranoid about him thinking that he's going to hurt me because of what other people did to me. Exactly. So to kind of end on this one, uh, to end, you know, the pod, I would just say, just to leave on a positive note, I think people just need to be (laughs) self-aware, be very, very self-aware. 
But before you end, I got one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. One more. Because this really just happened to me. Okay. And I can't get this for the life of me. <laughs> so somebody I knew met them probably back in 95. We were in the second grade. From second grade all the way through high school, we went to school with with each other. Mm-hmm. Our person was very nice to me, whatever. And, and like I said, like back in the days, I definitely wasn't even hell. I wasn't even a five at average. I probably was a one, two. <laughs> also, people always picked on me, but the person never did. I always treated me like I was a human being and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I always had that mindset of, you know, one day when I get myself to where I need to be at, boom, I want to go back, say something to him, see if we can make it work. And so I did that. Uh, you know, so we've been kind of trying to get to know each other because, you know, it's a different of being someone friend as when you're kids. Yeah. But now everybody in their 30s, we're not really the same kind of people. So you're trying to figure out who this person is now as an adult. Yeah. So make a long story short, you know, we kick it in. We getting to know, you know, they tell me about their relationships and whatnot. And the person got some weird mess going on like literally like dating people that person getting their names tattooed on their bodies on their private area mm-hmm. all of that make my long story short the person i was like well listen i like you da 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 they was like well no i got a lot going on um because right now i'm dating someone that has this 40 years old got three kids okay that I'm trying to get rid of them, but they don't want to leave. So when they see me talking to other people, they'll walk up on the people, spaz out, or they'll come by and bust out the people's car windows. And what I so what I couldn't get was you go pick somebody's forty three kids, stalking you, busting out people's window, divorce their husband to be with you. So that means first off, the person wasn't good because they were cheating on their husband, and then divorce their husband. So that just done broke up a whole black unit just to be with you. But you go uh, pick that over me again. No kids, no issues, no nothing. Six figure woman. Make that make sense to me because I don't get that because I'm the, sure other women's going through the same thing. Right? That's not a high value man. No, no high value man thinks like that. I mean, that that that's that's just not a high value man. I mean, yeah, that's just it's as simple as that to you. You might like him. You might this. You might that. That's just God sending you a sign like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the one for you. This ain't the person I'm trying to send for you. That's not a high value man. No high value man does that. So, you know, not even not even a high value man would damage his own marriage like that. So, you know, I mean, it's it's I don't know. <laughs> well, no, uh, he was never married. The so she's still in the marriage. She destroyed her marriage. She uh, to be with him. Yeah, that's that's not a high. First of all, if a man courts a woman that is married, that's a uh, that's a whole other issue. That's an integrity yeah. issue, right? Of courting a woman that is married. So if you're you're out there courting a woman that that is married, and you're aware of it, that's a whole in, integrity thing. So that lets you know that goes to the heart and soul of the situation. Because if a woman is willing to bust up her marriage to be with you, what would make you think that? She wouldn't bust up if y'all get married. What make you think that she would bust up the marriage to be with another dude? Thank that's you. not, you know. So that's not a, that's not a logical thinker. That's a man that's probably running on ego. That's running on uh, this belief that he should have everything. It's just kind of this animalistic thing that men can get into, right? Of 
because I'm a man, I should have everything that I want. And you're just running through with blind ego, trying to consume everything you want in the world. It's, it's some of those people that that can't, that believe that you have to have polyamorous types of relationships. You have to have mm-hmm. more than one person in a relationship because why? Because yeah. you're not self-disciplined enough to be in a relationship with one person. That's yeah. that's a, a whole situation of an ego. And then people justify it, say, well, we're not meant to be with one person. Look at this. And I was like, well, in the Bible, it says God made Adam, I mean, Adam made Eve, Eve for yeah. Adam, right? So he made Eve for Adam. He didn't make Eve and Susan to 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 work with Adam. So what are we doing here? So it's just about ego. So that's just a person that's running around with ego, trying to consume and take everything he can see in his possession that he would have access to. And that's just not a high value man at all. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it was just crazy just to hear that. I'm sitting up here like shocked, like wow, like what the hell didn't happen to you and your life? to make you even be on this tip. And then you bragging about the person leaving their husband and then now they getting the tattoos on their private area. And the yeah, person, ego. the woman that took up $4,000 check and gave it to you to buy jewelry. Like, ego. whoa, like it's too much issues going on here. But, yeah, that's but ego. You, you see that a lot, you know, with, with people. And I'm just like, <laughs> why do people love to pick toxic over peace? Because that, that gentleman is searching for, for an ego boost. Look at how I can control this woman. I got her leaving her husband. I got her buying me jewelry. I got a tattoo on herself. That's control. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you probably dodged a bullet because he's most likely an abuser, too. Yeah. Because a person that, that, that thrives off of that control is typically a person that's going to be an abuser later on down yeah. the line. So. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, to end on my, on my good note, uh, <laughs> women... I don't give a crap what Kevin Twinkle told Samuel. Here we go. (laughs) Um, You are beautiful. You are worthy (laughs) of whatever that your heart desires. Mm. You know, Lixon is not everything. You know, you got to get somebody that wants to get to know you for what's on the inside. You know, Mm. get past your honeymoon phase and really see what type of person that you really are. Um, So my fellow queens, I just encourage you to just keep pushing Keep believing, keep knowing that your Prince Charming is out there. You're worthy of that. You're worthy of it. And, and that's just what it is. It's sad that men just want to look at the surface, but <laughs> you got to understand that that's their loss. And uh, one of these days, some man, regardless if it's a black man, white man, Spanish man or whatever, somebody's going to be able to love you for you. And they're going to wish that they would have gotten you when you was at their doorstep. So I'll just end on this. The value of something is what somebody's willing to pay for it or do to gain it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about self-awareness. If a person is if you're pursuing somebody who is not willing to put in the work to get you, then you are not of value to them and you should accept it. And I think that's just something called self-awareness and the ability to examine a relationship or a situation as it is. The positive note that I want to leave off for today is that you should always have respect for yourself, but you should always have self-awareness and give people opportunities. Um, People that you you might be pursuing a fantasy type of individual and the actual person that's going to give you that fantasy could be someone that does not appear at this exact moment to be available and aware or in a particular situation to give you that fantasy. So examine somebody's actions, not always somebody's looks, but 
if you are a big person and you know that that looks matter, hell, don't be ashamed to, you know, go based on looks. <laughs> but that's all I got for today. <laughs> Thank you. This is Positivity by ZK Floyd. Just saying.